0: Welcome to Implementation Science for Educators, your weekly Implementation Science tip, guaranteed to be under five minutes to match your busy schedules. All right, thank you Colin, for joining us today, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and a little bit about what you do as an Implementation Specialist.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Rebecca. As an implementation specialist at NERN um, in the SysApp Center, we really work to support state and local education agencies in implementing evidence-based practices and programs um, specifically to improve student outcomes. So we're always keeping improvement of student outcomes in our mind and sort of keeping the end in sight as we're starting implementation efforts.
0: Okay, well, that sounds so fascinating, and I love the work that you guys do, and I know right now there's a heavy emphasis on cultivating leadership. There's a new module coming out shortly um, on the explicit topic, and one of the terms that I keep hear, hearing kind of pop up a little bit through that work is the term champion. Can you explain what the role of a champion is?
1: Yeah, champions are super important. So, I mean, we like to separate champions, in the literature at least, we're separating champions from executive sponsors executive sponsors can certainly be champions but champions are more on the ground they're in the work um they often have informal leadership so they're not somebody with the leadership who's the assistant superintendent or superintendent they have leadership through relationships that they fostered and through building trust with their colleagues they're also super enthusiastic about the work so it's not somebody who whatever the program or practice is who's Sort of non committal to it. It's somebody who sees the value that the program or practice um, is bringing to the district and is able to advocate for that with their peers and within schools um, and on the ground. So champions are really often those folks who are on the ground, who have informal authority, um, but are really engaged in the implementation work to make sure those voices from the ground and perspectives from the ground are being lifted up to the team leading the implementation at the district or state.
0: Now you did just mention executive leaders as well. Can you talk a little bit about executive leaders or I've heard the term executive sponsors. Um, Can you dive into that a little bit as to what that role is?
1: Yeah, executive sponsors are typically those um, executive leaders in the district. So the assistant superintendent, the superintendent who are um, creating the buy-in, who are sort of leading and giving the work back to the team Um, at the senior leadership level. They also help create those communication channels to other members of senior leadership, so other assistant superintendents or to the superintendent, as well as the boards of education to make sure that when policies or procedures need to be shifted, the right people are around the table to make that happen.
0: What are some tips you would give executive sponsors in growing champions and giving them some of that authority to do the work?
1: Yeah, I think that the way that I would encourage us to think about it is through centering it around what makes a champion effective. So some of those pieces around advocacy and involvement and authentic engagement um, are really the important pieces that we want to build the competencies of champions around. And so when we think about what executive sponsors and others can do to build champions, it really comes to a few different things. First is effective communication, making sure that bi-directional communication's happening, that champions are both being communicated to and with. Um, Also empowerment. I mean, we really have to think through how we're giving work back to the people. And then finally, um, executive sponsors can lean in and give champions and other implementation leaders credibility by lending their formal authority. So by noting, is a formal leader and is an executive leader at a state or local education agency, they're able to say that this person's a champion and here is their role and the expectations of it, thus giving them some degree of formal authority, even though they came to the role through their informal authority with their peers and colleagues.
0: Um, My last question for you is, as an implementation specialist, what do you see your role, um, because we do have some listeners that are implementation specialists as well, what do you see your role in regards to cultivating leadership, both with executive sponsors and champions?
1: That's a really good question. I mean, I think there are a few things. Ultimately, the foundational piece is communication, communication, communication. One of my favorite quotes is the biggest single illusion is that communication actually took place, right? So this notion that just because we say something doesn't mean that that's how it was interpreted, interpreted or perceived by the person that we're communicating with. So we really need to think through how are we intentionally providing updates um, to executive leaders, for example, how are we being clear in communicating roles and expectations, both of the champion, but also the roles and expectations that we need of executive leaders of the work. The other pieces we need to be able to clearly communicate what our needs are. What are the needs of the team? What are the needs of practitioners on the ground? So executive leaders can then take that back to um, cabinet meetings, to meetings with school board members, to really advocate for what is needed by the district implementation team or state implementation team to build the capacity needed to support practitioners to make sure that we're moving the needle for students.
0: Thanks for listening in on Colin and mine's conversation around cultivating leadership and the power of champions in implementation. You can find out more information at the Nern and SISEP Active Implementation Hub where the new Cultivating Leadership module will be released soon. If you want to be the first to learn of this release, be sure to follow our profiles and our pages on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. All this information can be found in the podcast description. Now, next week, we will be speaking with Jennifer Gonzalez around leadership. We're going to stay with that same topic. She works as the State Transformation Specialist for the Department of Colorado. So we're really looking forward to that conversation, so be sure to tune in.